This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama House passes the constitutional carry bill after a fourth year of that bill being entered and considered. The bill's sponsor, State Representative Shane Stringer, is a former police chief of Satsuma who first introduced the bill four years ago. The bill removes any requirement for a law-abiding citizen to pay for a license in order to carry a concealed weapon currently in Alabama. In order to carry a concealed weapon or to have a loaded firearm in your vehicle, requires a pistol permit that is purchased from the sheriff's office on a yearly basis. The bill now heads to the Alabama Senate to be considered. The state Senate has passed this constitutional carry bill before, but it would always end up dying in the Alabama House. Alabama Congressman Jerry Carl is back from a trip to Israel. Carl is releasing statements on the purpose of that trip. He traveled to the Middle East with House Republican Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, as well as two dozen other House Republicans, Carl says that these congressmen met with Israeli leaders, including Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, Speaker of the Knesset Mickey Levy, and opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu. Carl says that the goal was to reaffirm the strong relationship between the U.S. and the only Democrat country in the Middle East, which is Israel. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville was in Huntsville this week delivering a speech to the Madison County Chamber of Commerce. It's good to be here. Uh You know, I talked to Nick Saban last week, and uh, everybody saw where Nick made a few comments about politics. I said, you want to jump in politics, do you, boy? Jump in there and get it. He said, I can't take the cut and pay. (laughs) And he's exactly right. Take it from somebody that knows. Um, What a job this is, and I enjoy every bit of it. And why do I enjoy it? I love people, and I love our country. And... There's no doubt that we live, on, we live on, on and in the greatest country on the face of the earth. Now, we have, do we have problems? <laughs> we got problems, folks. But we always have problems because people want what we have. Uh, we're having not just outside foreign relation problems, as we're, you see today what's going on in Ukraine. We're having internal problems from within. But that happens when you have different administrations. You have different outlooks on life and on the country and how people want to change our country and what they want to do with it and the direction we want to go. Uh, I'm a believer in a a country that's conservative, that believes in God, and small government that give the people the power to run their own country. And unfortunately, right now, uh, we've let government overtake a lot of things that we're doing. Tuberville has also released a statement regarding the acts of the Russian military in entering the breakaway parts of the country of Ukraine. He says that strongly worded statements do not stop wars. Tuberville called on NATO, the North American Treaty Organization, to contribute more to its own security in that part of Europe in order to have a tough and targeted response against Russian President Vladimir Putin's actions. Tuberville called on the U.S. to further supply Ukraine with deadly weapons and funding And he also responded to Biden's sanctions recently announced against Russia, calling them weak. The Alabama Department of Human Resources plans to give out bonuses to their state workers. The department says over 10,000 child care workers will be getting the extra funds as part of the child care workforce stabilization grants. The total amount coming from that grant is $12.6 million dollars. 
DHR Commissioner Nancy Buckner says staffing shortages has tested the child care system and providers, and these bonuses will help in recruiting further reinforcement, as well as reward the current employees for their dedication. This is actually the third round of bonuses to go out from within the DHR. Other bonuses were given out in December of 2021 and January of 2022. A trial gets underway here in the state that involves an educator accused of defrauding school districts in Athens and Limestone counties. Federal prosecutors in the trial against Richard Carter say that Carter fraudulently used names to enroll students in a public school and then accepted the grant money for those students when in actuality those students were already enrolled in another private school. This occurred between 2016 and 2018. Carter was, at the time, the Athens City School Administrator. A total of six people are being charged in this whole scheme, which netted $7 million in overpayments to the school districts with the falsified student names and numbers. The trial for Carter has begun in Montgomery. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden says it's officially an invasion by Russia into Ukraine. This is the beginning of a Russian invasion of Ukraine, as he indicated and asked permission to be able to do from his Duma. So let's begin to, uh, so I'm going to begin to impose sanctions in response far beyond the steps we and our allies and partners implemented in 2014. And if Russia goes further with this invasion, we stand prepared to go further as with sanctions. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare new so-called countries on territory that belong to his neighbors? Biden is referring to the military of Russia that has now entered the two breakaway districts within the Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin is calling it a peacekeeping mission since those two districts have declared independence from their Ukrainian government. Former President Donald Trump is weighing in on Biden's decision, saying he is issuing weak sanctions on Russia that has already become rich as a result of Biden halting the Keystone XL pipeline construction in the U.S. and approving the Nord Stream 2 oil pipeline construction that's underway between Russia and Germany. That action from Biden occurred within days of him assuming office. Trump says there's no reason for the situation in Ukraine to have happened at all, and that weak sanctions from the Biden administration will have an insignificant effect on Putin compared to him being able to take over the country of Ukraine, which is a strategic location in Europe. Trump pointed out that the U.S. was energy independent during his time in office, and now oil prices will be doubling or tripling or more. On Monday of this week, the Center for Disease Control released a statement that admits that the agency withheld certain statistics regarding the COVID-19 booster vaccine and its ineffectiveness within a certain younger demographic. The CDC says the reason for such a lack of full disclosure was because Americans may not be able to interpret the results of that report accurately. Two doctors who have been outspoken on the lack of transparency and inadequate clinical trials regarding the COVID-19 vaccines are now taking on this latest statement from the CDC. Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Ryan Cole spoke with WorldNet Daily about it. Malone is the original inventor of the mRNA vaccine delivery system, and Dr. Cole is a pathologist trained at the Mayo Clinic who now runs a large diagnostics lab in Idaho. As an ethical physician who took oaths to the human race, this is incredibly disturbing. These are the people that are entrusted to share with us the truth. 
to know that they're withholding safety data signals all in the name of trying to prevent a hesitancy over something experimental that's being used not only on adults, but trying to push this forward on children with no long-term safety record. We can't advance the clock and know what the long-term outcomes are. And to know that they know that there are problems and they're withholding it from the American people, that is scientific fraud. Dr. Malone. I completely concur. This meets the criteria of scientific fraud. Withholding data is scientific fraud. A U.S. trucker convoy is shaping up to be quite massive. Thousands of tractor trailers are already amassed in Los Angeles, California, to begin multiple routes across the nation as they head towards Washington, D.C. Other truckers in various states along the way will be joining up with that convoy. There are estimates now that about 38,000 trucks are going to be part of this protest on wheels. The truckers plan to land in D.C. by March 1st, ahead of President Joe Biden's State of the Union address. The convoy organizer, Kyle Sefkik, was booted off of Twitter recently for announcing the reason behind this whole movement. The message is for the president of the United States of America. The world is watching us because they know that if what's happening in Canada happens to us here in the land of the free, then freedom as we know it is gone. This whole convoy, this whole assembly on the National Mall, it doesn't even have to happen if you just end things now and we can get on with our lives. To you other convoys that plan on meeting us here, we look forward to seeing you and joining with you. We're going to do this right. We're going to do this honorably. A federal jury in Georgia has now found three men guilty of hate crimes in the death of Ahmed Arbery back in February of 2020. Greg McMichael, his son Travis McMichael, and a neighbor, William Bryan, were already found guilty of murder back in November of 2021 following a state trial that was held. The jury in the federal case deliberated for about four hours before delivering the verdict that race was also a motivating factor in the shooting death of Arbery. The men face a life-in-prison sentence, and they have two weeks to file an appeal. A nurse in Illinois wins a court case for refusing to refer expectant women to an abortion clinic. The pro-life nurse, Sandra Rojas, won $374,000 in damages as well as attorney fees being covered. This comes from an Illinois trial court. The judge ruled that the county health department improperly discriminated against the nurse for her objections of conscience. Rojas was fired from her job at the Winnebago County Health Clinic for her pro-life stance. Rojas had worked as a pediatric nurse for 18 years when this happened back in 2015. Rojas says she refused to comply with a new requirement that nurses be willing to help a woman get hold of abortion drugs or be referred to an abortion facility. Rojas is a Catholic, and she says nursing is not just a job, but a noble calling to protect life and do no harm. The Alliance Defending Freedom served as co-counsel for Rojas in this case. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on this Alabama Life podcast, where host Don Keith talks to M.D. Smith IV, who was part of a pioneering family here in Alabama when it comes to radio and television. My father's, uh, he loved P.T. Barnum, and he always quoted that, don't matter what they say about you, just spell your name correct. <laughs> and so he would do some outrageous things, <clears throat> some things that one thing was dropping dollar bills off of the, the big hotel over there, uh, and it caused gridlock in Huntsville. 
and the police department said, if you ever do that again, we're never going to let you do a remote or a promotion. Uh, but, it, but it was in the front page of the paper, you know, WAAY radio calls this gridlock in Huntsville. That's when he said, you know, it doesn't matter what you say, just give me the promotion and spell my name right. You can listen to the rest of This Alabama Life on the 1819 News website under the podcast tab. If you're enjoying the daily detail, remember you can subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 